This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. LSU quarterback Joe Burrow is officially now what we all knew he was going to be. Uh, at least uh, over the later parts of the season, and that's a Heisman Trophy finalist. The Athens, Ohio native, the record-setting quarterback of the nation's number one offense, is going to be headed to New York for Saturday night's ceremony to present, really, him the Heisman Trophy. And joining him in New York will be Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields and his teammate, defensive end Chase Young, and Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts. Shay, you're going to be up in the Big Apple. You're heading up there Thursday. Another trip on the books for you, a busy month of December. First of all, just, I guess, a reaction to something that we all knew was coming, uh, especially late in the season for, for Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, this one was, this one was locked up uh, back when MSP on the site put in his bet. I mean, after uh, week two against Texas, the showing he had then, he put himself into the conversation uh, and then every game after, I mean, it's been unbelievable uh, to break the SEC single season passing record, single season touchdown record, uh, may well finish with the highest completion percentage in the history of NCAA football. Uh, I could sit here all podcasts and name all the awards he's broken. Uh, simply phenomenal. He'll be um, a 5,000 yard passer. He'll have 60 something touchdowns. It's It's just insane. So congrats to everybody who got invited up there. But uh, it's done with, and we've already seen uh, LSU earlier this week was running billboards in New York uh, about Joe and the Heisman and and have uh, billboards around town, I should say, billboards in New York, but uh, motion graphic billboards in Times Square and and billboards around town about Joe and the Heisman. And uh, it, I'm most curious to see, I don't know if they reveal the votes, but who won't put him at number one? And, and then how do you get their vote taken away? Because uh, this is the biggest runaway uh, we, we've seen reported of of kind of early returns on, on guys voting since uh, Reggie Bush. And, and since that one, I got, I guess technically got uh, taken away or didn't count or however you want to put it, uh, that it would be the biggest runaway since OJ Simpson, which was a long time ago. So uh, impressive, uh, unbelievable. Um, I'll be up in New York. I'm excited to, to see all the fanfare that goes with it. Um, but this one's a no doubter. I mean, the votes will come in and, and be named, but uh, ultimately um, it's a, it's a complete runaway and, uh, LSU is going to have their first Heisman winner since Billy Cannon. You mentioned a runaway with OJ Simpson. There's, there's been a couple uh, involving him, but um, look, I, I think uh, this is uh, just really special for, for LSU and, and for Joe Burrow, his family, and just the path that he's taken to get to this point. Uh, you mentioned all the records. I mean, we could spend an entire 30 minute podcast like we did yesterday uh, going through records and things like that. But this is uh this is just so well-deserving. I think, for Joe and, and the way he's handled it all this year has been probably the, the most impressive thing. I mean, he's still kind of the, the same at times snarky uh, driven quarterback that sits up there every, every Monday with us, with the media and, and just kind of just seems motivated 
And, and I thought the sit-down interview with Tom Rinaldi before the SEC title game that they did was pretty revealing to just how motivated he is. I mean, he mentions uh, the list of coaches that told him he wasn't good enough, uh, the, the just endless amount of, of drive that we've just kind of seen from him uh, on and off the field, just you know, continuing to say, look, guys, you know, we've got bigger things ahead when they were coming off of the, the Auburn win and, and, and also you know, just going out on the field and, and stepping up and making big-time throws, whether it was third and 17 at Texas or the, the scramble in the SEC title game, which was just, uh, I mean, just one of those plays that you're going to sit there and say, I know exactly where I was, what I was doing when, when that happened, and especially if things uh, end up the way uh, LSU's hoping they do in the college football playoff and the national championship game if they make it. Uh, this has been uh, this has been really just an incredible ride, and uh, you know you being up there will be uh, really cool for for Go twenty four seven and and certainly all of our subscribers and readers and everything like that. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, I'm I'm pumped about it. I uh, I think that it's going to be cool uh, to see kind of uh, LSU. I know there are going to be a bunch of uh, LSU alumni up there. We'll hit up Legends, which you were at uh, not long ago. That place should be rocking the LSU bar. Um, the LSU bar in New York City, uh, that they're going to have a Heisman watch party. I'll be uh, in the green room, back in the back, the media green room for the Heisman. But uh, we'll have plenty of coverage to the site. And uh, I've said it plenty. We've said it on the pod, on the site, in stories, on Twitter. LSU's never going to have another quarterback like this. He is so dialed in. It's, It's unbelievable. I mean, it is unbelievable what he's been able to do. A runaway Heisman winner. Think of all the great players who've come through LSU. Uh, shoot, we've only seen what Matthew uh, get invited up to New York City, and he had one of the best single seasons we've ever seen uh, from a defensive player in college football. Um, it's going to be, it'll be cool to see that, um, but I think that uh, it'll be even better for Burrow, who uh, is not a guy who likes to talk very much. He doesn't like the spotlight uh, to get through this week of having to go to all the award shows and get all this hardware and all that because. Uh, I think by the time you fast forward 20 something days and let him get back on the field, he'll be even more dialed in to, to not just be playing again, but know that he is uh, that close to winning a, a potential national championship. Yeah. Another, another piece of the LSU crew uh, that is likely to win uh, another award is, is, is Joe, Joe Brady, uh, the passing game coordinator that came in and really started this whole process in the spring and, and, changing this offense into the record-setting offense that it is uh, Tuesday night, likely, I think, to win the, the Royals Award for the nation's top assistant. It just seems like, well, once again, LSU will be involved in a runaway uh, winner in, in the postseason awards. I just don't see how you can't give it to Joe Brady. No, I mean, he's the only offensive coach uh, put as a finalist. I don't see how he doesn't win it. His impact has been so evident uh, that – you can't really go to anybody on the defensive side uh, as an assistant coach and say that they've had a more of an impact uh, on a team's success this year. Uh, and I'm not discrediting Steve Insmere trying to um, shortchange Joe Burrow and these receivers and O-line and everybody, Clyde and, and Thaddeus Moss, who have uh, put so much into this offense. But uh, the reality is Brady came in and helped install this spread RPO system, and uh, that's really opened the door for LSU to be 13-0 and and where they're at. So – uh, no doubt to me that uh, that he should win the award. I think he will win the award. And, uh, Billy, it'll only be uh, another reason for LSU to pony up and keep him around. 
he's about to be a pretty pretty rich man as well uh, when that new contract hits. But look, uh, speaking of, of of just big names, guys that uh, certainly could have an impact on on LSU potentially, you know, continuing its run in the college football playoffs in the future, or maybe you never know a future Heisman. We're going to touch on uh, one uh, name in particular on the other side of the break that has that type of talent that LSU is recruiting as hard as anyone. And we're also going to touch on some of the coaches on the road on the other side of this break from the Go 24-7 podcast. Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. Shay, early in this week, uh, or over the weekend, we were asked about kind of a, a rumor going around, and it was a pretty quiet one uh, regarding LSU commit Malcolm Green. And we're going to start with some of, I guess, the bad news for the recruiting class because there's really not much uh, to go around in that regard. But uh, Malcolm Green, you and I both put crystal ball picks in for him to flip to Clemson, a team that offered him uh, way back in the spring and summer, and it didn't look like you know there was going to be room in, in their class for him. But things are kind of trending in that direction that Malcolm Green uh, isn't going to end up signing with with LSU. What's kind of the latest in in your thought process on on that uh, the crystal ball? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's it's evident at this point that he's probably leaning towards Clemson. I mean, they had offered him early on uh, in the process, but then it not really pressed him. Bill Bush got onto him, uh, and really loved him and, and stayed on him. And because of that, he committed to the Tigers, but, uh, at day, you know, at the end of the season, Clemson comes back around and says, okay, uh, let's press you. Let's see if we can keep you, uh, here on the East coast for college. And, uh, because of that, what Billy, they, they've wanted two safeties in this class, major burns they view as a corner, um, Lorando Johnson likely won't be signing with the Tigers. Uh, and they've got Jordan Tolls committed, who's a really elite safety. Um, but now if, if you're looking at Malcolm Green going el- elsewhere, where do you turn? I think Eric Reed jumps off the page to a lot of uh, people because he's a top five player in Louisiana. He's been really good for Calvary Baptist. He's got size, speed, um, plays in the box, can play over the top as a free safety. It doesn't matter. He's versatile. And now a, a really interesting name to be watching is Donovan Kaufman out of uh, Rummel. He just won a state title. Uh, he put together a senior year that a lot of people in the New Orleans area think is one of the best that they've seen uh, in recent memory. I know he doesn't have uh, the best size of, of guys out there when you're looking at ideal uh, SEC prospects, but uh, we've seen plenty of guys in Louisiana uh, buck that idea of, of too small or whatever it might be, whether it was Tyron Matthew or Amik Robertson at Law Tech, who uh, is now going to turn pro and, and really you know, could have gotten into LSU's class at the end. Uh, of him coming out of high school, but they got tight on numbers. Uh, Kaufman kind of reminds me uh, a bit of Amik Robertson in that regard of 
you can see on film how great he is, how special he is. He puts together an amazing senior year, but he's committed to Vanderbilt. And, you know, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Uh, it wouldn't shock me now that LSU is kind of monitoring him and, and could be inching closer to offering if, uh, if we see Green exit and, and we see uh, either Eric Reed or, or um, Donovan Kaufman move into the picture. Yeah, that, that safety position will be really interesting to watch. I mean, you look at the class and where it stands, and, and, and you mentioned Lorando Johnson potentially not probably not signing with LSU. Malcolm Green now kind of on the move. Spots are opening up, and there's also a lot of prospects out there that could take those spots. I mean, from Phillip Webb, the linebacker out of Georgia, to Demoy Kennedy, who you had an update on and we'll kind of touch on in a, in a second here, McKinley Jackson, Jordan Birch, Zach Evans. I mean, I'm probably forgetting someone, but – They've done a really good job of, I think, managing this late and putting themselves in position to sign the guys they want. And I just think the safety position, and I know they probably need one for depth, but for me, when I look at it, when you've got Todd Harris coming back, he'll be off of that ACL of well over a year to fully recover. And then you have Maurice Hampton, who's looking like he's going to be your starter of the future. I'm interested to see kind of how they approach that safety position, uh, late in this cycle, but I agree. Eric Reed's somebody that you really like that who hasn't taken official visit to, to LSU. He's got a, he's, he's fresh off of Georgia or he's headed to Georgia this weekend. We'll see if LSU maybe changes that, but uh, it, it's going to be an interesting position with how many names are still on the board and, and really high profile ones as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm th- these next 12 days, 14 days, however many days between now and uh, the Friday of, of next week, which is when the early signing period will end. Uh, will be really interesting because we've got what Demoy Kennedy out there who's going to announce next week, or I got excuse me, sign with the school next week, and he's been committed to Bama, and and we'll see if he ultimately sticks. But Jordan Birch is uncommitted; he'll be announcing. Um, Philip Webb, edge rusher out of Georgia, uncommitted; he'll be announcing. Marcus Dumerville, their top offensive tackle prospect, uncommitted; he'll be announcing. Zach Evans, uh, we know he won't be announcing until January, but could he sign with the school? Uh, in the early signing period, does LSU feel that he might be drifting elsewhere? And they were going to, you know, go out there and uh, sign a running back or land a running back, kind of a surprise guy uh, in the early signing period. Um, what happens with in-state guys like Donovan Kaufman and Eric Reed? What happens with an in-state guy like Edgerin Cooper, uh, who's extremely talented out of the North Shore uh, and recently decommitted from Oklahoma? Uh, and obviously, McKinley Jackson won't announce anything until February, but it just it sets it up to where you feel that LSU is not going to sign their full 25 next week. They won't want to do that. They will want spots available uh, for February with uh, McKinley Jackson still out there with some in-state guys still on the board. Uh, and obviously you could idea, you know, entertain the idea of only signing 24 uh, and taking a grad transfer or a transfer, however road you might want to go uh, down in that regard. Um, but we're going to see uh, the pieces sort of fall into the place because the guys that they don't sign in December, then that will be kind of clear, at least for the most part, of guys that they may be parting ways with. So for as clear-cut as it might seem when you have 20-something commits and a handful of targets out there, it's not. I mean, it's going to be the next couple of weeks will be wild for LSU football recruiting because I think this can go in so many different directions. Speaking of wild, uh, Zach Evans, the five-star running back out of Houston North Shore, who's continuing his run in the playoffs this this coming weekend. Was over at Texas A&M on Sunday. Uh, this is one where, look, crystal balls are flowing in for the Tigers to land this one, but 
He's also the number one running back in the country, and the way things are going for Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies on the field, they need some momentum. They're going to push as hard as anybody uh, in the country to get him. Uh, what do you make of Zach Evans just kind of throwing another wrench in the in the uh, recruiting uh, coverage and mindset just uh, of of his recruitment? I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, we've got, I've got a crystal ball in on Zach Evans to LSU, but I mean, it's it's a waste of time for me to even sit here and try to go in depth on where he might be leaning. Zach Evans is going to do, and I'm not knocking his character. I'm not saying he's a prima donna, look at me kid. He's going to do whatever he feels like doing, and nobody's going to know where he's going to school until they have a signed letter of an intent uh, through their compliance department and can announce that. It's just the reality of the situation. He's never named a leader. He's only made two official visits, even though five million schools have offered him. He shows up randomly at AM's campus on Sunday. He's visited LSU a ton uh, in the lead up to it, but I don't know what he was going to announce last week. He didn't. Now he's announcing it under armor. Will he even announce it under armor? Does he say, never mind, I need more time than that? I don't know. So, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. And I think that, to be honest, Ed Orgeron and Jimbo Fisher are probably in the same boat. Are they the two teams out front? Probably, but. I don't know. I mean, I don't think either of them know if, if they're the team in front or if they're the team that's trailing or if Zach even knows. Yeah, we uh, we were in a group text with some of our other colleagues, and uh, I know, I know uh, you said uh, he might take it to August, and it wouldn't shock us <laughs> if he did, but uh, we're kind of hoping that this one ends uh, sooner rather than later, I think, for both of our sanities. Well, I mean, that would be nice, but yes, uh, my prediction of him taking it down to August might be accurate. I don't like I said, it, it's best for our listeners. Just don't emotionally invest yourself. And look, it's we say this about Zach Evans. Again, I'm not knock, knocking Zach Evans' character or any of that at all, but he's been around LSU's campus for four years. He plays in Houston. Like It's just because you know we talk about him a lot. I mean, he's, he's around to talk about a lot. Jordan Birch is no different. The number one, the highest-ranked, uncommitted player in the country lives in Columbia, South Carolina, People don't know if he's going to go to USC. He was always a lock for Clemson, never took an official visit there. He had 5 million offers like Zach Evans, ends up only making, what, two official visits, LSU and Bama? Did he make more than that? I don't think. I don't think he ever visited Clemson or South Carolina officially. Um, last weekend, two weeks before signing day, doesn't do anything. Is he going to go anywhere this weekend? We don't know. They've Zach Evans and Birch have done an unbelievable job keeping everybody guessing because they don't say much. Not much gets out from their camp on, on which way things are going. And they didn't, you know, they could make five, you know, total official visits and they didn't. Both of them made two. So it's one of those things where both those guys have done a great job of keeping everyone guessing. And because of that, um, I know people always want answers. Well, where's Birch going to go? Where's Evans going to go? We don't know. I don't even know if those guys know where they want to go. That's very true. And, and somebody who's uh, lastly just, uh, wrestling with his decision is, is Alabama commit to Moy Kennedy. Uh, our Keith Niebuhr uh, caught up with him and kind of laid out where things stand. And, and he said, look, LSU's making it tough. And Ed Ozron was at his school on Monday with Tommy Robinson and, and you know, visiting with him. This is one where uh, Alabama's trying to hold off LSU's late push. And I'm not sure if LSU's push is going to be enough to get him to flip from the tide, but he's certainly uh, probably one of the more intriguing ones down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's so talented. His senior film is so, so good. So you can see why LSU has not given up. I know that people say, well, you're wasting your time. He's not going to go. No, watch. When you see Des Moines Kennedy in college, and if he's playing for Bama or if he's playing for LSU, 
you're going to say whoever recruited him till the end was not recruiting him for long enough. You should have stayed recruiting him after he signed just to hope that maybe one day he would come. He is a absolute athletic freak. Uh, he's made a point to say, look, uh, it's important to me to play early or even start. He thinks he's that good. I think he is probably that good. He can play on the edge or in the middle. So they're pushing. We'll see. I mean, he hasn't, he's not come out and said, I'm completely done. I'm not going to LSU. I'm signing with Alabama. But he's also sat back and said, look, LSU's made a really big impression. They've made it tough. But Bama feels like home. He grew up with Bama posters in his room. He committed on the spot when they offered. So lots of reason to feel that he's going to end up at Bama. Sure. But I do not think LSU's wasting their time because he is that talented of a prospect. Right. You are a future five-star, I think, on our hands for sure on 24-7 sports, the way he's produced and his athleticism and all of those things. So one to watch. Worth the push from the LSU coaching staff. And with the dead period right away, this was it. This was their kind of last last push with him heading to the Mississippi-Alabama All-Star Game the rest of this week. So, guys, tons more VIP recruiting content on Go 24-7, where all, the all, where all the assistants are, where Ed Ogeron is, all of those things, all on Go 24-7. So if you haven't subscribed, jump on board. Just a dollar a month, you won't regret it. I can promise you that. It'll carry you pretty much all the way through a potential national championship berth for the Tigers if you jump on board for that first month for a buck. Shay, uh, enjoy New York this week. We'll 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 definitely have a, another pod up. Uh, you know, certainly uh, talking about your your time there and 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 doing all that. But uh, eat good, man. That that city is is some of uh, it's the best. It's just one of the best places to to go, especially this time of year. Yeah, well, when I told the board that I was going, I I anticipated everyone just say, oh, you know, have fun or that'll be great. Uh, but instantly, it was everyone's list of five thousand restaurants that I have to hit before I come home. Uh, which means I'm not up there long enough. So uh, I feel like actually um, some of these recruits like Birch and Evans and these guys, uh, I, I got some tough decisions to make. I've got about 1500 offers of places to eat uh, and only uh, four or five uh, opportunities to go do it. So uh, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to fit all this in. I, I may need to take this to August as well. <laughs> well, you are going to have a great time at Legends uh, for the for the watch party if you get over there or, or just any time you stop over there to see all the LSU folks over there. They do a great job being the home bar for the Tigers in NYC. It was pretty awesome watching uh, uh, the LSU Ole Miss game for, for the time I was able to with them when I was up there uh, last month. But uh, enjoy NYC. Safe travels. Everyone else, have a great rest of the week. Joe Burrow is a Heisman Trophy finalist. Joe Brady's probably going to have won the Royals Award as you're listening to this. And there is tons of uh, recruiting news to continue to follow on Go 24-7. So we appreciate you guys listening and have a great rest of the week. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.